In this Sound Theology Bite, we want to ask the question whether or not it is compassionate and humble to hold to the exclusivity of Christ. Because as you share the gospel with your friends and family members, classmates, and business colleagues, you may find that they tolerate a lot of your worldview until you press the point that Jesus is the one true Savior and the only one who can deliver them from eternal judgment and bring them into a right relationship with God. In other words... Your spiritual conversations may coast rather smoothly until you land on the exclusivity of Christ. To, the, to speak to the exclusivity of Christ is just a way of saying along with the apostles in Acts 4.12 that, quote, there is no other name given among men by which we must be saved. The exclusivity of Christ is simply an affirmation of Jesus' own words when he spoke to his disciples in the upper room just before his execution when he said, I'm the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. That's John 14, 6. People usually don't take well to these claims because they believe they're far too narrow. And we would be dishonest if we didn't agree with these claims that they are, in fact, narrow. But the exclusivity of Christ is not narrow in the sense that it is offered only to those who meet certain conditions, like an elite members club. Uh, in her article in CNN Travel, Michelle Co. Morello visits Vincent Lai, who's a managing director for an elite concierge service. And he says, this is how you get into this um, concierge service. He says, those who are invited fulfill certain requirements. They usually have economic capital, but most importantly, they carry a lot of social clout. That's what Vincent Lai says about this members, uh, this exclusive members club. And um, these certainly are exclusive clubs, we would, we would say, and they are narrow in the sense that they only select a few people in the world who qualify for entrance. Invitations, therefore, are only directed at those who meet the initial qualifications. But this is not what we mean when we say the exclusivity of Christ is narrow. It is not restrictive in its invitation like these private clubs. Indeed, the gospel is antithetical to such a spirit. Jesus' disciples are to go out into the, quote, streets and lanes of the city and bring in the poor and crippled and blind and lame. That's Luke 14.21. Rather, we would say that the exclusivity of Christ is narrow in location, but broad in invitation. What do I mean by that? Well, there are no restrictions based on a person's economic status, religious background, relative morality, geographical location, or family circumstance, for all people are called to come to Christ. You can see these calls in Matthew 11, 27-30, John 3.16, Romans 3.22, There is only one place to find salvation. That means it's narrow in location, but all people are invited to come to Christ for salvation. It's broad in invitation. Still, some might object and say that pressing the exclusivity of Christ upon non-Christians is unkind. How can you tell others that their religion or worldview is wrong? That's just plain mean. Live and let live. Yet the exact opposite is true, isn't it? The exclusivity of Christ is a compassionate and humble doctrine. Here we are answering the question we asked at the beginning. Why is that? Because it guards people from seeking salvation in a place where it cannot be found. Think of it this way. Let's say we find ourselves in the midst of a post-nuclear war fallout, and there's only one and only one source in the entire world where people can acquire clean, drinkable water. All other sources, though similar to the genuine source in their appearance, are actually poisoned and non-potable. We certainly wouldn't fault the claim that drinkable water can only be found at this one source, nor would we say that such a claim is unkind or arrogant. Actually, we would be thankful for this kind of knowledge because it would keep us from making a fatal choice of drinking clean-looking but deadly water at a counterfeit location. 
to hold up Jesus Christ as the only way of salvation among all other religions and religious leaders is not unkind. It is the most loving thing you can do. The, quote, humble person who doesn't have a strong conviction on where to find clean water, even though they may have seen the source several times, is neither loving nor humble. Such a person is hateful and selfish, no matter how soft-spoken or deferential they appear. So, brothers and sisters, continue to boldly proclaim that Jesus Christ is the only way to heaven. Teach and preach and share with a soft heart and tender love towards others, but remember that love does not preclude clarity on the exclusivity of Christ. In fact, it demands it. 